Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Scott. How are you? I'm um, okay. How are you? Very well, thank you very much. Uh, joining me from a warehouse in 1990, waving his glow sticks around is Adam. Hello. How are you? I'm good. You did You did meet the greatest gift that you could ever give a person to this week, haven't you? I have. I've received your mankini. Well, I've, I think the greatest gift is that I, I very kindly donated you cycling shorts and you very kindly didn't send me a photo of you wearing them so i'm in that situation <laughs> yeah i think they did um i scared my children wearing just those walking into the front room died <laughs> um i just want to know if it's now on a billboard when you end cornwall that's what you see yeah <laughs> it's our way of putting people off from coming in uh, that was jesse how are you that was me yeah that was me um adam don't worry i have the photo um, I've been posting it on uh, Man on the Post social media, so I'll send it to you. No worries. <laughs> Excellent. And finally, we've got Emma. Hello. Buenos nachos. How are you? Buenos nachos, Chris. We're going to be talking this week about the dates of football coming back, uh, some of the games that are already back. Um, we're going to be talking about activism and football and other bits and bobs as well. So, um, we're going to be starting uh, this week with the Premier League. So, uh, we said last week that the first two fixtures back are Aston Villa versus Sheffield United versus Arsenal. That's on Wednesday the 17th. Um, the, oh, Wednesday the 17th or Friday, I think. Um, the 19th. No, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, is it? It's a Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 19th. 19... I mean, I know it's your instincts to not trust what you've written down. But <laughs> go with that. Uh, also, just say numbers and like none of us will know because what really is time at this point? That was true. You know, <laughs> you could be like. It's... If you just said it's coming in days yeah it's it's friday day the 47th <laughs> and we'd be like sure that's yeah great looking uh, forward to it two days after wednesday that is spurs versus manchester united uh and then on the 21st it's everton versus liverpool um now if we win uh, a, that game um then we could win the premier league if we beat crystal palace on the fourth at anfield uh that game is going to be taking place at the coliseum albeit with nobody in by uh, inside um, against police advice. I thought you weren't allowed to fly. Yeah, I thought you're not allowed to fly to either Getafe or Rome. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes, jokes are getting worse and you worse. Don't have, you'd have to fly to either of those places. Dennis Bird can't prove that. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> you that very slight out. <laughs> A long fucking drive, though. We all know what happens when Liverpool have to play Crystal Palace doing something important oh Ooh. emma <laughs> burn. Burn. yeah be at 
Two minutes in. We always know. Problem is, Emma, we always know that enough, don't we? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, anyone got anything to say about the uh, actual fixtures coming back? I tell you what, I'm also going to say um, there are certain fixtures in pre the first weekend as well. So, uh, Norwich versus Southampton on the Fridays on pick, which I take it is Sky 3 or something, isn't it? That's on Freeview now. Um, Bournemouth pick, versus. Pick is, pick is like not, uh, one of the 100 channels on. Virgin Media. No, is it? And that's the one that shows things yeah. like Canada's Border Force and things like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. always good, quite good to watch. Um, Australian Border Force is the one. You're not allowed to take any shit into that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to take anything into quarantine. You get fucked up. Is that dirt on your shoes? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Bournemouth versus Crystal <laughs> On Saturday, Newcastle Sunderland is on pick on Sunday, as is Everton versus uh, Liverpool. Um, teams Wait, been told... did you just say Newcastle Sunderland? Sheffield United. What did I say? Sunderland. I think so. I'm sure I did. Which would be a which would be a Premier League versus League One clash. <laughs> Is that it's got the sense? Yeah. Well, I was getting excited because teams have been told they can play friendlies as long as they go in their own car and are no more than ninety minutes away. So um, Liverpool Liverpool played in into team friendly, didn't they? They did. Did you see the navigator goal? I did. Very good. Uh, that's a sort of Lance Armstrong esque turn of pace he had there, wasn't it? <laughs> um, no, no comment. <laughs> Uh, are we happy with these games being free to air, or do you pay your subscription money for Sky and you don't want the peasants? Oh, to have I it? pay for it. Why should anyone else be allowed to watch it? Thing is, you probably think that. <laughs> that was literally you last week. Last <laughs> week. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, we, I mean, we're happy that the great shit then. Can't see any problems uh... with it. Uh, they're not going to let them watch any of the real good stuff, are they? So don't worry about it. Well, no, I mean, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace on BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Merseyside Derby's not so bad, then. Couldn't pay Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> it was like you said, you have the good fixture for the first game back and then you sort of throw a load of crap at them <laughs> when you got their attention. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone happy with that? Anyone got anything to say about the Premier League coming back? Jesse, you look like uh, you're reminding me that I need to check what channels I'm on since all of that information you just gave is utterly useless to me but I'm very happy for all of you <laughs> but nothing's really changing for you Jesse because surely you could watch all the games anyway it's just they're all is it NBC Sport? no we have this like NBC has like gold that you have to pay for that I don't want to pay for that they Streams. sometimes put things on is that what you're telling me? yes <laughs> is that what I'm saying? Am I Feels like feels like we were reading, reading between the lines. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. You had you had yes. me at day four. Exactly. <laughs> yes, Adam. Does it start with an R? And Is that ending? my version of like Sky something or other? <laughs> I've got to be honest. Watching sort of Twitter on a Saturday afternoon when football used to be on, and people all around the world seem to be watching the games that we couldn't watch, but probably through the same medium that Adam is suggesting. Yeah. Correct. I'm just not good at streaming. Like I, I was trying Arrow Island matches, and so, just wound up watching like videos of birds from the Faroe Island. <laughs> Are you going to be able to watch La Liga at between three and five on a Saturday? Yes, we are. Yeah. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, because they're breaking the three o'clock deadline for um, some of the Premier League games. Uh, okay. 
So they're yeah. doing it, they're doing it with the Bundesliga, aren't they, on BT? Yeah, and to be fair, for the oh, first yeah. time. Well, well, to be fair, it's a bit a bit harsh just that you can't play in a club, <laughs> except those lower league attendances that aren't playing. <laughs> To be fair as well, um, Premier Sports for the first half of the season kept forgetting to turn off the La Liga TV section, so you could actually watch um, some three o'clock kickoffs. <laughs> Eleven to do that the season yeah. before. That is still such a crazy rule. Um, well, in with that regard, like I'm all for this um, getting them played. I'm not quite sure if I would insist that they all be spread out so you can because that's just. There is such a thing as too much football. There is not, Adam. That is, I usually agree with you on everything. I try very hard to do so, but that is scientifically and, okay. and looking for, just... Looking forward to your detailed report on Bournemouth Crystal Palace. I, minute by you, minute. It will, be, it will be in APA format, and it will have footnotes, and you're welcome in advance. Um, I don't know if you guys saw today that the Bundesliga fined Jadon Sancho... And I don't remember who else for getting haircuts without, yeah. yeah. Which I th- first I thought like, oh, good for them, they're taking this seriously. And then thought, wait a second, you idiots, they're on the pitch like breathing and huffing all over each other. So I think it was more the idea that everyone, no one is allowed to get a haircut, and they're on TV as an advert for social distancing rules and with haircuts yeah. that make them look like they've not. Played by the rules, and there must be about, I reckon, five hundred, about four hundred and fifty Premier League players who are sat at home now thinking, ah, oh, shit, they're going to realise I got a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, but although again, you can. They're going to claim they had an awful lot of talented girlfriends. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> or boyfriends too. Um... They're not going to claim that. No, no. it's about not, time. That happened once no, thirty years ago. We might be on the alternative timeline, but that's not. <laughs> but not that what a great like. Who knows how to cut men's hair better than men? So what a better way to do it than to be like, you know, I look so great because my boyfriend Ted is amazing <laughs> with the shears. <laughs> I had my hair cut during lockdown. My wife did mine. I'm sure that's not she beyond did. the. She did. Yeah, I'm sure it's not beyond the wit of any other footballer's wife, girlfriend, or boyfriend to do that. I'm just going to say, while I don't want to discredit your haircut and you do look good, um, <laughs> you, it's not its not of the standard of, say, James Milner's haircut. No, but I bet James he Milner... Was looking very... I love that he gave you James Milner. I bet that James Milner didn't get bitty at the same time. Pardon? I bet James Milner didn't get bitty at the same time. I don't know what that means. Don't I was ask, about to say the same thing. Don't yeah. ask. Okay. Move on. All right. Do you want to say it in Spanish so Emma and I can understand it? <laughs> El video. Don't. don't. No? I knew okay. he was going to do that. <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll tell you what Paul. Okay. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's back in the 11th with the Seville derby. Um, for the bigger teams playing uh, a few days after that. So uh, Barcelona are away at Mallorca. But <laughs> Messi is an injury doubt already, Emma. Yeah, but apparently. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> so, I am not against you purely. You can't live with Emma and laugh at Messi. Does, does this yeah. mean I reckon this Messi being injured for the opening game must is probably Barcelona's second crisis of the non-playing football time, right? Oh, I mean, I don't even don't don't even go there. <laughs> we're selling 
we're selling branded face masks oh, so we can pay so for is, transfers. So is everyone. And yeah, everyone. Everyone everyone they want the place to take a second pay cut. There was a really interesting article, Emma, that I think it was on CNN here, but it they interviewed the um, the Barcelona physio about their mental health, and she um, works with the Barcelona men and women, and she said she was so impressed at first that the men were taking a pay cut, but then she realized the women were taking an equal pay cut, and it was like, mm-hmm. Adam, help me out with phrasing this, numbers are really not my strong suit like the um the equivalency you know like 50 percent of i don't know how yeah. much does that yeah there was well, like quite a big 50 percent of 30 million still leaves you million yes yeah, yeah. exactly right and and 50 percent of like hundred thousand. yeah yeah so she was saying that that um she was so like mental health wise um, the women were actually that, that everybody was suffering because they were not playing and not seeing their families and they weren't seeing their friends but actually like the women were taking this pay cut but they were also suffering financially as well mm-hmm. was, which is a shame because our women's team is so much better than our men's team and <laughs> they deserve so much better than they get yeah what, what's, what's uh, you're happening you're with... all lucky, by the way, top, that you top can of the watch... league, still in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. You're all lucky that you can watch your um, your football free to air TV because it's not here, unless you live in an old people's home. Then oh. they're getting free football. Oh, so do you? Do you need to pay for it now? Or... You say ah. Well, it's nice that they're giving that to old people's homes. Yeah. Like I mean, they deserve it. Them, you know, we're killed by COVID-19. Well, they can't watch it. <laughs> if, if anything, this is a real, a real sort of two fingers to those guys. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Just there at the funeral. Granddad loved his football. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> it could be like a weekend of Bernie's on a big screen, couldn't it? We can't bury him at Camp New, but we can play this in his empty room. <laughs> so, could which, you... if you if it was in the UK, we'd still be charging you for seventeen hundred pound a week for. <laughs> so, do you have to pay now, Emma? Have you got the subscription anyway? Oh, I already subscribed. You know, you, you got to do that. Fair enough. Um, played uh... really well without Messi in the past. If you want to live in her apartment, you can't sort of start taking the Mickey out of Lena. <laughs> Messi. I can and it's I okay. Will. You can because we are still a Luis Suarez loving household. Hitler moving with his wally. How dare you? I will not share my Luis Suarez Barcelona socks with you, sir. Uh, uh, let um, me just let me just see if I can find a uh, Hannibal Lecter picture. Without any interesting T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, is this man Dembele still injured? Uh, yes, he is. Is this a there was talk of him joining Liverpool on a loan deal though next season. You're all going through mind lose for later on in the episode. <laughs> Save that for later. He can't possibly. Why would he join Liverpool? Because Liverpool are going to sign Timo. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Chris was so excited about that last week and he's probably got that written down somewhere. I have. Now. That's on the next page. <laughs> Are they, are they after Nicholas as well? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dejan Lovren. 
stop going stop going through all my stuff that i've got to talk about <laughs> later on let's come back to spain so um atleti mm-hmm. are away at atletic bilbao on the 14th of june and roman Madrid are at home. um well they're not going to be playing at the Bernabeu because it's under renovation so they're playing at their training ground that's quite clever though right it is yeah is that the yeah. one they got for free after their debt was wiped out they get everything so they roll yeah. <laughs> uh, Italy, Scott. Hold on. Can on. we not talk about Saul's latest prank? Go yeah. on. What, what was that then? Go on. Yeah. Yeah. What happened there? Emma. Followed in Griezmann's footsteps. All those, all those Manchester United fans and Arsenal fans oh, like, oh, he's coming to the Premier League. No, he's just started a new club with his brother. I missed this. Help what, did, what did he do? Young people train in Elche. He what? did a whole, a whole LeBron James thing where he pretended he, he was going to put do a TV show to announce uh, his, his new club. Yes. But his new club wasn't leaving. Everyone just automatically assumed that meant he was having a transfer and leaving Atleti. But no, he just founded his own youth club type thing with his brother. If he hadn't told any anybody at Atleti Madrid that, then he probably had a, quite a frosty reception the morning after. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you don't do that kind of thing without uh, Go Simeone's written approval first. I'm going to suggest that Diego Simeone is all that. I think. No, no, no. The one, the, the one you have to watch. Left it... Yeah, the it's one. Herman Bugas, who's leaving. Yeah, he's, he's the one to watch. Yeah. I, I, start I, would argument never, I would like to see you to go to Diego Simeone's face and tell him he's all that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. he would. Yeah. You'd have to wear and you realize, protective you realize... gear from head to toe. <laughs> or at least head to crotch. He's nothing like... more than scrappy. But no, the problem no. is that that person you're really scared of is controlled by Diego. He just does that and he's on you. Not anymore. That's he's left now. Immediately. He's left now. Uh, I wouldn't, want, yeah, to, I wouldn't want to meet Herban Bugos. He would start <laughs> looking at himself in the mirror. He's going to be a great head coach. <laughs> Where's he going? I don't know. I haven't got a clue, but um, wherever he lands, there will be terrifying. There's <laughs> <laughs> this little Catalan club that will probably be in need of a manager soon after another crisis or two. Girona. <laughs> I wonder. Well, I, I always wonder if people will go back to Argentina. I think he will. I don't see him taking another. Well, he's not going to take another job in Spain. Could could he team up with Al Diego at him? Nasi La Plata. That could be fun. That's that's going from someone called Diego in a very different management style. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, Scott, Italy. It's coming back. It's coming back. It is back. Um, so the Copper Italias are back beforehand. They, the first legs have already been played, haven't they? You were unsure. Okay. Last week. Yeah, the BBC Sports said they have. Okay, it was so long ago. I know. Three and a half months ago. It's quite so, much, so much has happened since then, Chris. It has. Oh, really? Like what? I think it's been very calm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first game back we spoke about last week was uh, it's going to be Brescia Atalanta um, yeah. 21st is Inter versus Samp um, which would be quite a good game to come back to 22nd is Bologna Juventus and uh, the 24th is Atalanta versus Lazio which will be there since they return really won't it yeah have you seen the kickoff times 
No, what are they? Uh, so the late game is 9.45 Italian time, so 8.45 here because mm-hmm. of the weather. So it'd be like, it's all plateaued 6 and 8.45. At least they didn't think of that in Spain. Yeah, what what time do you kick off in Spain? What's that? So, shall we have a game at 1 pm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our kickoff times range from 1 pm to 10 pm. So, look, actually. How do you get the siesta fitted in? I'm not even going to dignify that with <laughs> a snappy comeback. It's not worth it. <laughs> That's because last no, time like, you came back with a snappy you comeback. You should have like a regular snappy comeback that you give Chris. <laughs> I, I feel like you need it. <laughs> Chris, you, just it you clearly just split the siesta into 15-minute micro-naps at half-time. Yeah. <laughs> just fall asleep while watching Real Madrid. <laughs> so the first game back is actually Torino-Parma. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, uh, so it's Torino-Parma, Verona-Calori, Atalanta-Sassuolo, not Brescia, Inter-Samp, <laughs> Lecce Milan, Fiorentina Brescia, Juve, Spal Calori, uh, Verona Napoli, and then uh, got Roma Samp on the Wednesday. It's literally just copying stuff. How do you get them so wrong? <laughs> I like calling them out. <laughs> we do it on a regular basis. It's just reading. That's what they said last week on the podcast I steal things from. So, hold on, I'm starting to see the problem here. So instead of <laughs> writing them down from the internet, what you do is try and write them down from the as they read them out on the podcast, which you listen to at 1.5 speed anyway. <laughs> so they're just going really fast, trying to write it down as quick as possible. I've got to be honest, I'm more often than not walking the dog or something. I think I need to remember that for later on. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's done us all. Right. We've won an award based on this. <laughs> Someone show him how Google. Us. But then, then I'm, Ryan. I've forgotten by the time we sort of come to later on. They definitely said they wanted to choose Atalanta because it's in Bergamo and all that sort of thing. Um, and speaking of Atalanta, anyway, uh, Adam, you can show him how to take like voice notes. Yeah, voice notes. Gasparini's in a bit of trouble, isn't he? What, so you can walk around like a doctor, dictating? (laughs) Well, like like JD and Scrubs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Gasparini's in trouble, isn't he, Scott? When they travelled to Valencia, he had COVID symptoms. (laughs) Yep. Which he refused to sort of... He didn't get a haircut. He does need one, kind of, doesn't he? He normally needs one. Yeah. Uh, other leagues coming back. Oh, the Canadian Premier League has made a statement saying they're looking to come back and they will um, conduct consultations with uh, fans and clubs as to a return date. Fan was that? Sorry, that was fan. just fan singular. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly over to uh, Toronto for a meeting. They can do it on Zoom. Me and Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay, so leagues have come back this week, turn this week, so it wasn't a particularly good start for the big three. Um, Porto lost 2-1 on Wednesday night to uh, Famalicio. Um, Benfica drew 0-0 with uh, Tondela, and they had stones thrown. Julian Weigel and Andrea Zipkovic had to go to hospital. Um, 
And Sporto drew 2-2 with Vittoria, which was a fantastic game for all sorts of terrible goalkeeping. Did you just say Sporto? Did you just combine Sporting and Porto to say Sporto? <laughs> you really did. No, I said Sporto. No, you didn't. Um, There's no way that somebody... I both heard that, is there? Yeah, take a voice note. That's the name of this podcast. Uh, 37.58. <laughs> Sporting <laughs> drew 2 2. Um, this was quite a game. This what's, was... their, what's their full name? Oh, Sporting Club de Wanky Hipsters. <laughs> um, it was just quite a good game, actually. It was a game of three absolutely dreadful goalkeeping errors. So, uh, one a goalkeeper came out of the penalty area um, and did it to the attacker who placed it into the empty net. The other one, the goalkeeper uh, tried to sort of drag back and pass out the penalty area straight to the opposition who scored. And the third one, uh, the same goalkeeper hadn't learned from his first mistake and came charging out the area and completely missed. Game ended 2-2. Vittoria ended with 10 men and two Englishmen in this team. Um, Marcus Edwards, who scored, used to be on the books of Tottenham uh, and Norwich. And Isaiah Suleiman is a former Aston Villa player as well, both from 2021. Is Yannick Balassi still out there or is he back now at Palace? Playing. Liverpool legend Jao Teixeira was playing and Uruguayan legend Sebastian Coates was captain of Sporting Club de Lisbon. Yeah, here's a really weird thing. His name, which I always thought was Sebastian Coates, is actually pronounced Sebastian Coates yeah. because his father is it. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Um, that that place you guys yeah. out. For all this yeah. time. Um, and Jerry Mathieu played Emma. Oh, he's awful. He's awful. Can't take a free kick. And Johnny Wilkinson. And he's wearing <laughs> black boots, which I've never seen a player wear for a long, long time. What? He was wearing black I boots. Think... I, I'm pretty no, sure. I refuse to accept that we've reached the stage where now black boots are the, are the oddity. <laughs> when was the last time you remember seeing a player wearing them? Well, I don't pay that much attention to their boots, but I reckon that there's a plenty of players who play in black boots. All right, well, I'll give you a... a The next game I watch, I'm going to count. (laughs) Is that tomorrow? Sunday? Are are you doing it like Matt Hancock's PPE? Are you going to count the shoes individually or by the pair? Depends how many I find and how bad they're doing. (laughs) There we go. You can tell tell when he lies, because he's talking. (laughs) That's exactly that. Uh, right, in Greece, uh, that's back with the Athens derby. Uh, AEK are playing Panathinaikos this weekend. Uh, in Germany, Bayern top on 67 points, Dortmund second 60, uh, RB two points behind, and the Champions League place is uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, who are ahead on goal difference, ahead of Bayer Leverkusen. Um, so games this weekend for those teams are, are Freiburg versus uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, RB Leipzig versus Bottom plays Paderborn, at Dortmund, uh, Dortmund, Playing Hertha, a rejuvenated Hertha. Did you speak, won't we, Scott? What? I really thought you were trying an accent. No, yeah. I just really liked the, the complete failure of saying the word Dortmund. <laughs> they are playing Dortmund, they oh. are playing Hertha Berlin. Oh, oh, no. uh, Hertha run a bit of a that trend. That is one of the best accents he's ever done, though. <laughs> Hertha run a bit of a, um, a comeback, aren't they, Scott? Yeah, because they haven't got Jurgen Klinsmann in charge. It's all, yeah, it's all got better for them since then. And they and they've got a, a a Polish striker firing and playing decent tactics. Yeah, uh, and then probably game of the weekend is Bayer Leverkusen versus Bayern Munich. Bayer fell apart last weekend. I think they lost, didn't they? Having won the last few, they lost four one to someone, didn't they? I no, think. Wolfsburg. 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 Yeah. I thought Leverkusen won last week. No, Leverkusen. Leverkusen won 
him at Freiburg, I think, last uh, week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the midweek before, they lost at home to Wolfsburg. Okay. They played, they played, I think they, this is the fourth round of action in two weeks. Scott, two weeks. Scott are you trying to make this in place of some, some sort of house of facts? <laughs> I only learned recently that because he lives in such backwards Cornwall, that if a game goes to extra time, when they get the newspaper, it doesn't even have the final score in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How, what chance has he got? Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Bayern it's, pretty be- much... it's, it's better when you host, Adam. <laughs> it's, no, it goes on for about an hour and 45 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Pure gold. <laughs> um. Yeah, Bayer have to get a result of this, don't they? Because um, they are based on goal difference. And Mönchengladbach have got the easier fixture this weekend. But Bayer Leverkusen are at home. But Mönchengladbach are losing at the moment. Are they? You, you said that, that, that they're at home. Like, home advantage actually means... Well, if you listen to certain players, then they, it does mean something. Even though there's nobody in there. They know the layout of the ground because they play... You know, they know that... X advertising and hoarding on one side of the pitch means that where they know whereabouts they are in the in. Does anyone make know what I mean? I know what you mean because I I quote that from a Thierry Henry quote, but that's from a, about fifteen years ago. Well, pitches haven't <laughs> changed that much since then. Sure, well they have it, because those advertising hoardings used to stay the same, and now they don't. You get dog pictures on them now, don't you? Time, don't they? Yeah. They Can do. We address no, no, no. But I do take I do take your point, but I think what. what as, as Emma's right in saying that what's clearly been exposed here is that the biggest part of home advantage is the pressure of the of a crowd on a referee. Can we can we address something really upsetting and, and important? Has anyone seen Oliver Kahn in the stands wearing yes. Yes. or trying to wear his face mask? <laughs> yeah. I like I just feel like we need to discuss <laughs> Scott. What I mean, this man did with the national team's <laughs> future, Go. and he Just cannot even it. wear a face mask. And, yeah, but he, what I think says a lot about him is he lost his position to Jens Lehmann at one point. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Well, because of social, dis- alive. social distancing says no one can get close enough to show him how to do it properly. <laughs> the fact that he needs somebody to show him. I wonder, can he, like, what else can he not do? He clearly doesn't know how his face works. I don't want to get that close to Oliver Kahn to find out. (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, was three full matches in a row, and nobody thought to be like, Oliver, it needs to cover your ear. It's not an either or situation. Um, elsewhere, they've got the Women's Super League. Chelsea, who are in second place, have been awarded the title on uh, points what? per game ahead of Manchester City. Yeah, City has said they quote unquote understand and accept the method used. Grown ups. Grown ups. And Liverpool have been relegated. Um, and lots of Did talk... they accept it? They have accepted. Well, lots of talk about. Well, they may be, but I think they've uh, accepted court it. Court cases being filed. <laughs> No, well, lawsuits. lots of talk on Twitter this afternoon, quite rightly, about how Liverpool women's team is treated compared to the men's team, um, which is polar opposites. Is probably there to get. Yeah. Um, right, other bits and Bob. So, uh, footballers as activists. So we've had Black Lives Matter this week with the obvious um, protest in America and the killing of uh, George. 
George Floyd. Um, I just want to start a nice little thing. Marcus Rashford, uh, fun contribution because there was a scheme he's involved with to help children across the country who aren't receiving free school meals at the moment because schools are closed to actually receive free school meals. They were £30,000 short, so he stumped up the money himself. So three million children now are to get food that they weren't able to before. So there's that, there's... Um, has he not been doing that for months? He has been doing it for a little while, yeah. But they were a little bit short of their target, so he sort of, he sort of dumped in. Tyron Mings was at a Black Lives Matter uh, march in London yesterday. Uh, we saw the players in the Bundesliga... Uh, Marcus Jackie, other players lifted the t-shirts up. Uh, Liam Rossini wrote a letter to Donald Trump today in The Guardian. Um, Niederman knew it and said that he's quote-unquote, uh, I never feel 100% safe playing, walking around Salt Lake. Um, so yes, lots of players are sort of tweeting their support for the Black Lives Matter movement as well. Um, are players, do you think, more socially aware these days than they were in the past? I mean, could you imagine... Uh, I mean, what did we have in '92? We had the LA riots in 1992. Could you imagine Steve McManaman talking about this in 1992? Should he help their platform? That's not, well, that's not what. It's not a fair comparison because the, both the world wasn't connected and players didn't have anywhere near the platform that they have today. No, that's fine. That's that's what I was just asking. I think it's um, However, social media definitely helps. I also think that. Sorry, they... sorry, Jesse, but just. No, no, no. Yeah, go. <laughs> Technically, we're going to talk about Steve McManaman. Yeah, he should have done more. Yeah. <laughs> Get him off my television. <laughs> Quick, write a letter to you. <laughs> yeah, I think, look, you're talking about Marcus Rashford. Like, look at who still gets shit on um, and who doesn't. So there, it took four days for the Bundesliga to punish these players for showing support. The league, every league should have put out an immediate show of support because, not just because this is a human rights issue, but because their own players are still facing racism. Um, you know, so I think, have we come a little bit? Yes. Part of that is the platform that they have. Um, but have we come enough of a way? No. I mean, here, with Taylor, it would have been Breonna Taylor's birthday today. Um, the United States uh, national team um, had to rescind their first ruling that they would punish players for kneeling. So um, I think that I, I don't even think we've gone far enough in confronting racism in the sport, let alone in players were speaking out about the impact of racism on their own lives. Okay. Scott, Emma? I saw a, um, a quote from the tennis player Naomi Osaka. Yeah. That, um, she's amazing. Um, <laughs> Isn't she very young, too? She is, yeah. Um, she said that she got a lot of criticism for speaking out about um, the the riots and the, the Black Lives Matter situation and she said that people kept telling her that athletes should stay out of politics and she made the point of well why am I what make me a lesser person than you are because I'm an athlete am I just supposed to entertain not speak my own mind or get involved in these things that are important 
important to society. Yeah. And I wonder if that is like a thing in football as well, where people won't express themselves as much as they want to because they're, you know, being entertainers, then they shouldn't have a voice or use the voice that they have. Every time Gary Linker tweets something about politics, people reply saying, Stick to football. Stick, Stick to, to football. sports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Frank. Or, 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 or shitting on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as former president of Croatia, Franjo Tuchman said in a book you'll be able to read about very soon after it's handed in this week, um, football is. <laughs> a shameless plugging it in such a circumstances. Uh, football is war minus the shooting, which is a war quote as well. Um, it's inextricably linked with politics, as are. So many sports, and there's so many examples. Jesse Owens, um, there was the 1956 water polo uh, semi-final in, in Melbourne um, between Hungary and the Soviet Union in, in Beverly Maradona by an amazing writer who's just handed a book in this week. Um, and um, But I think the, the point goes, how far do you take this? Do we only allow... Um, the opinions of those that we like, because obviously Black Lives Matter, no one looks out against that because it, the worthy cause it is. But there are some former oh, no, town managers. Well, no, we've okay. had like okay, American no. football. All right, nobody. No, 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 I didn't mean to. I didn't yeah. mean to jump on you, but no. like we have had literally I... American athletes. Tell someone tell Drew Brees to shut up. All right, right. Yes. Sorry, right. I meant and, no um, I, I... tennis player as well. Like you know the whole like all lives matter, you know bullshit. So we, okay. we do have a lot of idiot Americans. What I meant, sorry, what I meant was it should... Uh, I was trying to forget the thing, point I was trying to make. Sorry, um, the point, no, the, right, the no, point no, you're trying to make is that... No, no, the point I'm trying to make is it's it, when people make points about Black Lives Matter because that is fantastic and it's great when people talk about the, the good uh, activism but there are Swindon town managers in the past who of course got bad politics and for every good politics to speak you've got to then accept the bad politics as well, haven't you, with what people say there. Or people who wear Luis Suarez's innocent T-shirts. Exactly. That. No, honestly, no, you're right. You could also say ex-Sunderland manager as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, with that, I would... Like, there has to be a degree with... I Like, I do... With, in, with the Bundesliga, for example, I kind of have a degree of sympathy for them. And, like, I completely get that everyone's sort of behind the the motivation of what uh, Jaden Sancho was trying to do, or not trying to do, did do. But they can talk as much about why that, that rule is there. That, that rule is there because Nicholas Bettner once pulled his shorts down and revealed some some words on his pants that were advertising. And that's why right. they can say that's it's... a betting company, wasn't it? It was a betting company. And a betting company that we won't darken the name talking about. <laughs> um <clears throat> So the, the, that rule is there, essentially, is for an e- economic purposes. But that's, for a start, he's in with a slogan on his shirt written in English. Like, um, we have teams full of players from all different countries. Like, it's very easy to someone to say, uh, for the referee to say, to say, oh, the referee should look at that and express his judgment. And if, what if that was in a language the referee doesn't understand? Why are we giving the referee that? Well, the, where does the rope come from the referee to decide what is a acceptable political statement and what is not, which I think is a little bit to the point you're trying to make. What, what, uh, what extent does it matter if he pulled his T-shirt up and it had Make America Great Again written on it? Yes, because, you know, political views are a broad spectrum, aren't they? The, you know, that American football guy yesterday, if he scores a touchdown next week and lifts up 
his t-shirt and it says don't bend, take the knee or vote Trump or something. Yeah, but this is not a yes, and I, I agree with what you guys are saying, but I'll push back and say that this is not a political view. And I think that part of the issue with this or with, you know, um, also, I'm, and I'm sorry I'm making this American, but like with, you know, gun violence when they're, when they're, is that people, because of the way that this country is, um, those things can, can be seen in a political bent. But, okay, um, but so, Jane, yeah, flip that immediately, and it's this would be mental if this has. But James <laughs> pulls up his shirt and it says "All Lives Matter." Right. How is what's the difference? Like, how how can you punish one and not the other? Because I, uh, and you're right. I think that in this case, so first of all, I th- to your first point, it shouldn't have taken four days. Like, yes. It should have taken a moment because the referee should it should not have immediately been called upon to understand. Right, but it shouldn't have taken four days. Like, if you could var that shit, you could have somebody like later that afternoon or later the next day be like, "Oh, hey, this is a this is a worldwide phenomenon right now." Or like, let's go into Google Translate. Or, I don't know. My mom's dentist speaks English. Like, let's get him on the phone. Yeah. Well, the, I think the, essentially the point I'm trying to make is that that rule for the banning of statements on uh, like understanding of slogans is there for it is there for lots of reasons be them economic like controlling sort of things that um, dangerous speech and stuff and I think that was maybe to an extent like we said players have a plat- more of a platform now than they've ever had before yeah maybe you kind of have to accept that a little bit of control on that part of their platform for the greater good because what happens if i can't think of a player who what happens if um daniel um, goes in erland the... erling Haaland. you're right you're absolutely right um and and it is a free speech thing and look we also give players i don't want to use responsibility but like they were carrying Qatari Airlines and they carry like we do we do give them sort of we turn them into billboards for a lot of things. Um, so I think it in a conversation about like their right to individual personalization. <laughs> um, but But I think that I think so many things, Adam Scott <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Scott, what do you think? I was just saying, the guys have said, I just think it's, this is what Jesse said, it shouldn't have taken four days. We, look, social media is a platform for, for everyone at the moment. I exactly mean to butt in, but sorry. <laughs> uh, let me just make my, make my point and then you can go on. Like, that wasn't just the Bundesliga. Like, FIFA, the FIFA account tweeted that photo and then deleted the tweet later on right. when, after some yeah. decision-making process. So this wasn't just a Bundesliga issue. All I'm going to say is, how much shit did Colin Copernicus get a couple of years ago 
for the for the knee. He still doesn't have a job. And he's and he's <laughs> at foul. He was wasn't he tried to get into the XFL and they wouldn't let him get into that. They and... edited him out of a video game. Yeah. Got a lot of and good that... press this week though. He so. did. <laughs> Maybe cover, cover like, of sports, isn't it? Mainstream Australia hasn't had a job in three years, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's worth it. <laughs> Just think, uh, uh, we've talked about this in the past. Just remember how bad our press was to Raheem Sterling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. I just... This isn't my view whatsoever, obviously, for the sake of the podcast. But, you know, if... Um, Adam's right, if if... A player lifts up a t-shirt saying all lives matter or free Tommy Robinson after he's been arrested again today. Again? Yeah. <laughs> um, this, conversa- <laughs> this conversation would be, a ho- it would be a whole lot different, wouldn't it? It'd be a different tale, wouldn't it? Many people would have different views on Tommy Robinson. Uh, I think so. I mean, think that, that... I mean, you guys get into this every year, though, with the poppies and who wears and who doesn't. Yeah. 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 It gets very tiresome very quickly. I mean, the whole thing about this is looking at the replies to Gary Lineker's tweets, which is a trip down, you know. Someone said today that looking at the Sky News' breaking news tweets is like a sort of trip into health, and sort of following Gary Lineker's tweets could be a bit like that sometimes as well. <laughs> um, Emma, Gom, you got anything else you want to say on this? See, this is difficult um, coming from a, a country like Spain, which we um, still don't currently have the greatest record with racism in our professional sports leagues. Um, do I think that Jaden Sanchez should have been punished? No, absolutely not. I think I think you've got to read the room in this sense. I mean, he's not... He's... God, it's really difficult. It's not like... I, mean... I suppose, to an extent, he he's just doing the same as everyone else, right? These are, there are people who are going out and probing curfew and doing all these things. He knows he's going to get punished when he does that, but it, he doesn't yeah. care. Well, because... or he cares... On... It's like the but reason we're all breaking curfew, you know? He doesn't care because the... the... The re- the the uh, the stance that he's taking on and the punishment that he's going to receive, yeah. Right. He wants to make a point, and he wants his voice heard. And all power to him for that, because the more people who feel free enough to use their platform for a good cause is only going to benefit the world. Quite right. Go on then. I yeah. tell you what, we shall move on. We'll talk about some. Um, we'll talk about something else. We'll talk about something sadder. Timo Werner turning down Liverpool. <laughs> but you might get Kai Havertz instead. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Yeah. I mean, so Timo Werner has looked dead set to join um, Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's going to wind up in PSG. Just dead set in all of the selective media that Chris has been <laughs> <laughs> I've read on... Did you just want to hear about the Liverpool Google? <laughs> uh, no, I think in perceived wisdom is that Liverpool have been in the driving seat for Timo Werner for the last few weeks, easily. Um, a few months. Last few months, yeah. Uh, 
Chelsea, however, are look like they're going to be activating their release clause of something like 53 million and um, offering well, 200. Well, it's way too expensive. Way too expensive. Offering it's 200 grand that, a week. Rubbish that team. I wouldn't pay wouldn't pay a penny more than 30 million for him. <laughs> he could break his leg tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and they're offering 40, 40 million Chris, a player again. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and they're offering two hundred thousand pounds a week, possibly. So, um, as I mentioned to um, Ryan, Chelsea fan Ryan, in the WhatsApp group yesterday, this this Chelsea youth project that started because of their transfer bans looking uh, decidedly ropey after they've signed Hakim Ziyech, and they're also linked with Ben Chilwell. But, but aren't they about to? Well, that's un, as much as I'm willing to sit there and let you wind up, Ryan. That's <laughs> that's really not true though is it because the players that are going they've got players going out so they're probably going to sell Pedro and they're going to lose William Pedro's both, going both in their 30s so actually these signings are bringing the average age down on Chris uh, they are but they've, they've got Reese James why do they need Ben Chilwell because well they haven't signed Ben Chilwell you've now added your own mystery player <laughs> like, we can all make up a, make up a news story and say why are they signing him I also really like that you're asking why do they need about Chelsea of all places That's but like true. boards <laughs> and loans out play, like that is actually their like do are we not remembering Nishibachuai? Yeah. No fair enough. Um yeah, Liverpool's thinking I thought two things. I thought either they've got something better lined up. In my head I was thinking killing Mbappe. Um <laughs> Right, I've seen his name mentioned a few times. Um, have you been drinking the Kool Aid? <laughs> I've had these. I had these sniffles a little while ago, so I injected some bleach into myself. And <laughs> I um, yeah, I'm listening to Trump been, Also, green. Um, also, I, I don't speak urban. I live in bloody Cornwall. You're no not supposed to eat the Tide Pod. You know oh, that. okay. Um, also, yeah. Chris, have you been licking toads? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about my wife like that. Um, also, lack of, uh, financial issues due to coronavirus is um, possibly another thing I was thinking of. And I did read a thread today about Liverpool having one of the highest uh, wages in the Premier League. We've definitely got the highest agents fee in the Premier League as well. So uh, that's possibly more. No. No, I'm just disgusted that you pay oh, okay. leaving the game. You should just say that to your uh, women's team. No, you're right. We definitely should. Exactly. Yeah, one less agent's fee. Yeah, I agree one, with you wholeheartedly. One better women's team. Disgrace. <laughs> In an ideal world, there would be no women and men's team. They'd all play together. That would actually be... I played on a... On a Don't. I can't. <laughs> You I heard it here. You trying to get the word? You couldn't get the words out. I was trying to out David Brent Adam. About every four months, I have to have that conversation. <laughs> I don't want to again. Who are you having this conversation? Oh. With? Is it with Chris? <laughs> <laughs> is there a is there Contact a <laughs> Adam, are you remembering to keep your person on the post? Always. Okay. Always. Good. Um, yes, so Liverpool... I was going to say, Adam, did you have a Lionel Hutz situation when he talks to you about this? <laughs> the flashback. They're all holding hands. <laughs> so, are we... Are we agreed... the world be without lawyers? Are we agreed that Chelsea, Chelsea are going to end up with an extremely good player? There's no sort of debate very on that, is there? So. Yeah. Very much so. Um... He's very adaptable to where to play in the front three. Yeah, she might be great. <laughs> Team Etta.
do um do, do Germans travel that well though? A history with teachers they do. <laughs> They're always on time. <laughs> Only for a bit though. Can't go for that last bit of water. No, but like, a bit like yeah, like and Spaniards. Our Germans. Well, I'm trying to think of like when I was trying to think of like many German players who came to England and been great successes and like Klingsman, Klingsman and Balak. And were, were any of these great successes? Did Hammer win a Champions League? Sure. Balak was, no, Balak adapted. I, are you asking whether they adapt well? Whether, like, That's, I, mean, what's the... I don't mean as in literally can they cross the channel. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they adapt to the Premier League? Do they bring their own stuff? Like, what is, what are you yeah. asking? Are you going... Yeah. Or, um, or maybe that, or is it just like that they stay in Germany because the it's what they know and the economics don't you leave like i think balak was interesting he's not my favorite but i think he adapted but also brought like he did well for chelsea because he brought some of his own germaniness ness germanitude <laughs> germanitude is <laughs> a great term um, the name of this podcast there you go while no, no, no. what over sporto um so like he he i think would would be considered a success yeah although at 130 grand a week i do remember him complaining he couldn't find anywhere affordable to live in london which i'm sure Adam, something adam can um, <laughs> agree with he should try brooklyn i just felt that that well, well we've named three players there in the, in the 28 years of the premier league Uwe Rosler? Oh. I was going to say Mustafi, but that's just... No. <laughs> per Mertesacker? I don't know. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. But no, I no. mean, does, does Ozil count? Ozil count? Right. So, we've not got loads, but we're no. getting more. But, okay. But is that due to them being German or just... I don't know what... Oh, Leroy Sané. Yeah. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. But, but... My opening point was like, is there a chance that he comes and it just doesn't work out? Like, but that's always a chance, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we can only but, hope. But I, think, but I think that some... I think that there is something ingrained uh, in different national sort of psyches that makes certain certain uh, people who are brought up in environments more adaptable and changeable to, to things and who are more in a multitude of environments. I saying they should look for an Uruguayan instead. I hear you loud and clear, Adam. It's okay. We got Does you. Bite? Does he bite? You guys, <laughs> I, I've missed you so much and this is how you, you know, welcome me back and I've done everything right now. Um, what I will say is he scores an awful lot of goals for me in my FIFA Ultimate Team, which is concerning. Yes. You're welcome. And he scored a lot of goals for me at Bayer Leverkusen in FIFA 20 as well. It baffles me. He's not the natural striker. You plays wide left. What FIFA? Not, no. not on my team. He doesn't. No. In For reality. Life. In reality. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I forget about that. <laughs> you forget about reality. I do too. <laughs> do my best. Um. So what next for Liverpool then? Are they going to bring Rembrandt? Do think they got somebody else in mind, or do you think it's really a case of cutting their cutting their cloth? None of us care. None of us. None of us care, Chris. No, no, none of us care about poor Liverpool who haven't managed to sign the fifty-four million pounds. 
striker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to do something bleed. stupid and sign a striker when you need a terror. <laughs> no, this is true. And does that mean he's cheaper than Richarlison? No. No? How much was Richarlison? He was about 50-something, like, wasn't he? Nah, see, Chris, this is what happens when you read your, your dodgy media reports. <laughs> we paid like £35 million up front for Richarlison. Okay, Anfield Raptor, you bought him for £3 billion. Oh, of course they did. <laughs> uh, okay, what other bits and bobs of news? So we talk about Jaden Sancho being fined. Phil Foden has been um, spoken to as well by Manchester City after he uh, spotted playing football with locals on a beach in Formby. Um, has anyone seen this? There's a lot of British words, Chris. Uh, he was on a beach <laughs> in the northwest of England, which it doesn't sound the most pleasant of things at the best of times. Um, in the south, if that had been in the southwest of England, Chris would have lost his shit. Yeah. Yes. He was down here once, actually. He played um, he played football golf down here, and apparently he wasn't that good. I'm sorry, football golf? Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Emma. I played football golf. Well, that, of course you haven't. It's not that what common. Is... It's literally everything you think it is. I don't. I can't even think of what that is. I, 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 I what is oh, you know what golf is? or a football? You kick a football. Football. Football into a... Hey. Because it's more it's fun than like using a, a golf. Time. <laughs> I mean, nothing is... Golf is the least fun thing. I would correct. Well, I, correct. Yeah. Yes, but you get to kick a football, and the holes are bigger. But if you're on a stag do, it's marginally more enjoyable than playing normal golf. That's true. So uh, is boiling wait, your own head. You don't have a. <laughs> do you have a stick? No, you kick it because it's a football. You kick it. Football. The, the, but the holes... where's the golf? Why don't you just play football? Because it's on uh, like a um, the, the the golf. It's on a golf floor. The courses are the, the, each hole is probably about 100, 150 yards long um and you just gotta avoid the bunkers like conceptually this, <laughs> I'm this, this just sounds like something that needs to be banned yes yes i second that motion okay uh anyway yeah phil Foden was spotted playing football Chris. with locals on a beach yes all i'm gonna thank god he's not serge Aurier. yes three times caught out in lockdown car walker car walker uh Nick- United takeover. Richard Masters, the Premier League chief, has written, written excuse me, to Hatice uh, Cengiz, who is the fiance of Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist killed by Saudi Arabia. Um, she wrote to him in the first place, representing her protestations about in Saudi Arabia. He has written back to say he's quote unquote uh, her representations are uh, being fully considered. Um, however, I can imagine it ended with pipe down love. We're still going to accept their millions and billions. I don't think. Does anybody else? It's almost like exactly like I said it would happen in the in last week's podcast. Yes, but this has happened since last week. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's almost exactly like I predicted. Yes. You don't need to. Don't, don't worry about reading the news, Chris. Just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> just that's what happens next next week. Okay. Uh, Usman Dembele, we just touched on his agent said I don't expect him to leave Barcelona this summer. Are you happy about that, Emma? Yes, because I think he's great. Yeah. Although he's made of wet pasta he's still fantastic <laughs> oh <Yeah>. <laughs> but delicious and he's so I'm, good i'm guessing the idea is that it might be because he probably physically won't be able to leave barcelona because he'll probably <laughs> somehow yeah. end up in traction or something like that <laughs> he does get injured on the plane and <laughs> <laughs> slips walking up the stairs yeah so. uh qatar has completed its third stadium uh for the 2022 world cup education city stadium with 40,000 seats has been built uh five more are still to finish 
Uh, Lyle Taylor, Scott, is refusing to play again for Charlton Athletic contract at the end of the season and wants to play at a higher level. Um, now, he scored 25 goals for Charlton this season, who are third bottom, but he doesn't want to play again because he doesn't want to injure himself and get out of a move. What do you reckon? Yeah, I went to say uh, during my lunch and he said he's having like bad anxiety, he's not sleeping and he's been getting a lot of abuse about it. I think during this pandemic, I think players have been very open what they want to do and I think it's right. I think he has to think about mm-hmm. what's best for him and his family going forward. Yeah. So as a wider point with the whole sort of project restart thing is that there seems to have been like, oh, yeah, look, we've got football back. Here's the fixtures. Here's when the games are going to be played. But does the transfer window still open on the 30th of June? What happens to players who are out of contract? Like, does Williams stop playing for Chelsea? When does next season start? Not, there seems to be a lot of very important unanswered questions. No, you're right. This is... It's, um... I think some teams have talked about the fact they're going to keep these players on and maybe pay them on a pay-by-appearance basis. I think Lyle Taylor's point is that he just doesn't want to injure himself before he's due to leave the club at the end of a Bosman, I think, or hoping to do a Bosman. I think that's his wider point. And also the championship is about to restart again in two weeks. That's right, yeah. Um, But he is of the walking penalty routine, so good things to happen to him. Have you seen this, anybody? Yes, he's very good at it. He is, annoyingly. He's got annoyingly. a good record. So he literally walks as slow as he can up to the ball and kicks it. That's his penalty routine. And then he... I like that so much, Mar. Stop, start, stop, start <laughs> shit that people do. Does he do it like, does he do it like a choo-choo train like Paul Pogba? No, he just literally <laughs> no, walks. No, he literally walks. He just strolls up to take the penalty. What's kicks. his name? Lyle Taylor. Lyle. L-Y-L-E Taylor. And then he annoyingly refuses to celebrate later on. He sort of stands there messy or so something doesn't he he's he's one of three Charlton players who are refusing to play at the moment that's right he is isn't he uh other such things that have happened dean henderson um he's been linked with a move to spurs jesse goalkeeper dean henderson 22 that's on football 365 does he drive drunk i don't think so so far he's had a very good season oh okay well that's a positive for us yeah that's always a start um yeah. And speaking of Spurs, and uh, was throwing grenades into the Man of the Post WhatsApp group this <laughs> earlier today and last night, uh, Spurs have borrowed £175 million from the Bank of England. Um, there's fears from within the club they could lose close to £200 um, uh, during this crisis. So they've opened the new stadium, um, which has cost a lot of money to build. They're not allowed fans inside the new stadium, um, which has destroyed their revenue. Uh, and two NFL games, some music concerts, and an Anthony Joshua fight has been cancelled as well, all of which uh-huh. has cost Anthony Joshua, the boxer. As all have cost Spurs a great deal of revenue this week. So uh, this was mentioned on our WhatsApp group yesterday. You didn't seem to think there was a problem, did you, Adam? No. I two was which is i hate to admit i'm agreeing with you i took an issue but <laughs> it's like, it was like it was like like just whenever a football club does this anyone wants to sort of make out that they're stealing bread out of poor children's mouths why well, I, I got the impression it was taking it become some sort of furlough scheme or something but it's not it's just a straightforward loan yeah it's just literally it's like people had lost the, like the, my first question was if everyone had missed the word borrowed <laughs> like they weren't going to pay it back well 
is it like here we had the loan act that was supposed to go to actual small businesses that went instead to giant corporations and that was a whole issue so was it was that the problem was that right, did they I take think, money that was earmarked i think a small part of that in regards to why but the, that's but if that's the case spurs were very much at the medium end of that there were much bigger corporations that took much more money um I also think that unlike in uh, unlike in the states, um, where generally you have schemes that that are approved by Congress and are approved for a certain amounts of money, and then when the scheme runs out, the scheme closes regardless of whether people get left behind. We don't have that. It was just a scheme. These are effectively were just government-backed loans. So if Tottenham goes out of business, yeah, the Treasury might be is going to be on the hook for. 150 million pounds but the treasury aren't lending aren't it's not like the trying money at one rate and then lending it at a, at a less competitive rate to help businesses out so there's a there's no cost to the state it's literally they are Tottenham are borrowing money at the most competitive rate they possibly could and if they need they're responsible for them to do anything but this yeah i'm so not an economics person but that- that makes sense. Thank you, Adam, for explaining it so <laughs> well. Now can we make, here we go, here's my musical of the week. Like in Mary Poppins, the scene on bank. Can we do that? Clever. Yeah. Clever. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and that brings us to the end of another Price of Football podcast. I'm Kevin Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone got any uh, other business that they want to? Jim Gay. Are we coming into the weird and wacky transfer window? Talking. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we're not sure, are we? <laughs> no, because I quote tweeted something from was it uh, a Liverpool site saying that they want to swap Dejan for Zaniolo, and I said it's like swapping two of your worst players for Sadio Mane. Why would anyone do that? And like I said, I will drive him there myself and drive back with Zaniolo, whether he wants to be driven back or not. So, <laughs> I think I think that'd be a very unpleasant. Car journey with Dejan Lovren. What, with, with Chris driving or just? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I think so. I think we get on okay. It'd be like that bit with, it'd be that bit of Homer with the hurricane. It'd be like, I'd, I'd be a third wheel. No, no, I'd make it my business wheel. <laughs> <laughs> isn't Dejan Lovren a flat earther? Oh, he's, he's an anti vaxxer, isn't he? He's also a Trump supporter, isn't he? What? He's definitely an anti vaxxer. He's like the trifecta. He's like a full <laughs> human being. <laughs> to be all three of those at the same time no i think those three things go together actually because uh, <laughs> bill gates I think you have to be one to be the other <laughs> bill gates was talking he was tweeting or putting an instagram about how he's working on a cure for the coronavirus and dejan lovren actually replied saying or something or i won't be having it or something like that <laughs> where's he from he's Croatian. Um, how did bill gates become the bad guy all of a sudden? <laughs> Well, it's a Jeffrey Epstein thing, so... Yeah, oh, God. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I did learn this week, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, about um, Red Star Belgrade, who were after a player in the 1960s. I, f- I feel I'm getting all Jonathan Wilson on you. But they um, they drove up to Vojvodina uh, to pick him up, and it was only on the return journey that they realised there were two players that lived in that apartment, and they picked up the wrong one. So they had to say, um, sorry, we don't want you, and they had to drive him back to his apartment, sort of two hours away, and pick up the one they did want. 
That's easily it's happens. Like, it's like when the Nazi were linked with Marcus Thuram's father, who was at Parma at the time, before he joined Juventus. Uh, because, like I said, the, the Ultras didn't want them to sign a black player. Is, um, is, is poor Matty Longstaff about to have to rescind it? <laughs> he's off to Udinese. Udinese. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe they think they've got Sean. <laughs> well, you, you know, know what's going whole... to happen? It, it'd be a loophole. Oh, he'll end up at Watford. Oh, really? Because Watford, Granada, Udinese, yeah. yeah, Pozzo family. Well, allegedly yeah. uh, in the 1980s, AC Milan signed Luther Blissett thinking they were getting uh, John Barnes from Watford Barnes, instead. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> and there's the whole other thing about the whole Luther Blissett project in Italy and how it's a huge, huge. Uh, right. Okay. That brings us to the end of our podcast. So, um, we are part of the At Man and the Post network. So, uh, we are probably going to be ramping up on our podcast output over the next few weeks or so as the leagues come back and stagger their kickoff times so um if you do want to uh you can follow us on twitter and instagram at man of the post give us a like on facebook as well uh you can subscribe to us on apple podcasts um you can like us on stitcher or acast or spotify and all our podcasts for automatically we've also got uh, pieces of me episodes where you pick your favorite 11 player songs they're retired plus championship manager podcasts as well well, there's all sorts for you, so you just need to hit that subscribe button. Um, Jesse, if they want to follow you on Twitter and talk to you, how do they do that? They can do that at... at... Jesse Loach, right. Scott, how do they do that? Uh, at Scott underscore Monroe. I forgot my own Twitter. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> how do you do that? something simple like your name. <laughs> yeah, I had a Chris moment. <laughs> it's easily done. Uh, Adam, how do they follow you? Uh, Adam, say 101 and emma if they want to follow you they shouldn't they should follow you chris how did they do that <laughs> uh i am at c etchingham 77 or ARC, i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on instagram if you want pictures of cake and probably you should definitely follow emma on instagram yeah exactly right guys thank you ever so much for that's joining a, us that's a false promise because i'm fairly sure you're acting ever <laughs> Well, we, we can follow you on Instagram, me. but they can't. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. And always remember to keep your uh, man, woman, person, person, on the post. Yeah, person on the post. Yeah, person on the post.